Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. So, I hope you all are having a great week so far. I, myself, um, am having a pretty chill week. I mean, a normal week. Normal stressful week. You guys hear enough about that, so I'm not going to go on a tangent like I usually do about my life. Um, but anyways, I apologize for not being here last week. This is what I mean by like, you guys literally can't rely on me sometimes because, and I feel so bad because... I like to be a reliable person. I don't want people to think that I'm unreliable or like you can't trust me. And so the fact that I'm like, yay, like I'm, I I upload podcast episodes every week and then I just randomly disappear sometimes is kind of disappointing for me and probably for you guys too. So I really do apologize for disappearing on you guys last week without warning. Like usually I try to send out like an Instagram story and say, hey guys, like no podcast this, um, this week. But last week, I think what happened was that I just you know, the hard thing is, is I go to school all day and my school ends at 3.15. And then after that on Mondays and Wednesdays, I have this after school film thing that I do. And if I'm not doing that, then I'm probably working on college applications or other homework or maybe watching TikTok or something, whatever it is to, to unwind after school. And by the time, like sometimes I forget that I, it's a Monday and I need to record my podcast. And sometimes it's like 8 PM and I'll be sitting in my bed and I'm like, Oh shoot, I haven't recorded my podcast yet. Like right now it's 9, 16 PM. Um, let's just say I'm like a huge procrastinator, but anyways, um, no, I, I actually like, I've been gone, um, today doing my after school film thing. And then I had dinner and then I was hanging out with my family. So life just happens like that. But, um, yeah, I think sometimes I, I'm like, oh shoot, I look at the time and I'm like, I didn't record the podcast. And I think what happened last week is I was just so exhausted from all the other stuff that I was doing that day that I was just like, yeah, I just, I just can't get out of bed to to go and record over at my desk. And that happens sometimes, but I feel bad for not giving you guys any warning because I have been kind of bad about that. Um, I should inform you guys when I'm not uploading a podcast episode that way. None of you guys are like waiting and waiting and waiting. And then you see, oh shoot, she's like not uploading this week. Um, so I apologize deeply for that. Um, yeah, it's been kind of crazy. I I don't really know other than like school and college, um, if there's anything really worth mentioning about myself as far as life updates go. Um, nothing interesting really has happened. I don't know. Uh, I'm excited for Thanksgiving. Um, my Thanksgiving break is going to be next week. I know not everyone celebrates Thanksgiving or even does anything for it. Um, but a lot of you guys probably have Thanksgiving break next week. So I am excited for that. I always go to my cabin in California, which I feel like I've definitely mentioned this before on my podcast or like on my channel before, um, when I haven't been able to upload or talk or whatever, uh, because I go, I go to my cabin every single year for Thanksgiving. It's just like a family tradition of mine. It is in California. Um, and we always drive there. So it is within driving distance of, of where I live, but it's a pretty long drive. Um, but you know, it's always entertaining. It's always fun. And I'm very much looking forward to that. Cause it's like a really old cabin. It's like 80 years old. And so there's like an old stone fireplace. So we always sit by and we make great Thanksgiving food and it's in this cute little town in the mountains. And yeah, it's great. I really enjoy it. It's just like a nice time to relax. So I feel like in such a stressful time like this, um, although I'll probably <laughs> be working on homework and college applications at my cabin. Um, I am very excited to like at least relax a little bit when I get there. Hopefully we'll we'll see if that ends up happening. Um, but actually I'm going to warn you guys now because next week is Thanksgiving break. There is no promise that I will be able to upload a podcast episode next week. Um, I think I'm leaving for my cabin on Tuesday, next Tuesday, but, um, 
on Monday, if I'm like busy packing or, you know, doing homework or something like that, I, I might not be able to um, upload a podcast episode. So I'm just going to let you guys know in advance in case I forget to send out an Instagram story. Again, I'm very sorry that I just kind of go MIA like that. Um, life is crazy, but you know what? No more excuses. I'm literally like, I feel so bad. I just like constantly say these things and I'm super unreliable lately, but I'm going to get into the advice segment. And before I do that, I just want to preface by saying if you have not yet asked me for advice and you're scared to, or you feel like you just like listening and you want to hear the advice I give to other people, that's completely fine. But I'm sure that there are a few of you out there who are like, Hey, like I want to ask her for advice, but I just, you know, haven't gotten around to it. Haven't thought about it. Like, just go ahead. Just go to Instagram right now. Type up how you're feeling, no matter what it is, no matter how big or little your problem seems to you. Send me a message and let me know how you're feeling and maybe I can help you. And if you don't want it on the podcast, it's completely fine. I give advice to people through DM often too. It doesn't have to be on the podcast. All you have to do is just tell me, hey, I don't want this on the podcast um, and I won't put it on. So yeah, you can really just send me a message at any time. And a lot of times I'll just send you a voice message back if it's through Instagram or a DM or an email back or whatever um, and and directly respond to you if like I already have too many things I'm responding to on my podcast or if it's like something that I've already talked about before. A lot of times that's when I'll like just respond to you personally instead of putting on the podcast. But really like no matter what it is, um, I'm sure that like a lot of you guys have some sort of problem in your life and sometimes it's nice to talk about it and get a perspective, a new perspective, even if it's from some random girl on her podcast. Like, I'm an anonymous teen online that has gone through a bunch of things that you guys have gone through, and so sometimes it maybe helps to get advice from someone who is just dealing with the same things and struggling with similar things that you guys are, and maybe it just helps to confide in someone close to your age or someone who could be maybe like an older sister figure to you guys. Um, So yeah, again, if you have not yet asked me for advice, go ahead, ask me. Don't be shy. Um, I I love responding to you guys. It literally is like so fulfilling for me and for you guys. It's just kind of benefits everyone to talk about things. And a lot of things that you guys say kind of make me do self-reflection or allow me to come up with things that or think about things that maybe I wouldn't have without doing this podcast so truly this is such a like great experience for me and I feel like it's worth mentioning your problems to me if you want any help so that is kind of my plug for asking for advice on this podcast um and with that I'm going to get into the actual advice segment um a lot of my things nowadays um, and per usual are about friendships and, you know, I usually try to hold back on them, but I understand that sometimes people just truly need to get help and get advice about their friendship issues. And that is like the main issue that a lot of people have, especially young girls. So I don't want to ignore you all and I want to give you help with your friendship, um, issues. So I'm going to start with this DM. They said, Hey, I need some serious advice, please. My best friend of almost seven year old, years has been ignoring me and not really been paying attention to me every time i message her she leaves me on either delivered or read and if i try to call her she'll say she can't and she's busy and then she'll go on and call my friend on a group chat that i'm in 
Even if she knows I'm looking, she still doesn't answer me, no matter how important it is. And we messaged on Snapchat, so I know she, I know she knows. She has started to break our friendship and start fights. If I tell her about something terribly traumatic that happened to me with her, then she goes on and tells a lie saying she, she has it worse and that she's gone through the same exact thing, making it all about herself, and then I have to comfort her. I want to unfriend her, but we go to school together and she seems more and more important to me every single day. What do I do? Okay, so there's a couple of things that I think of when I hear this. First of all, the fact that um, she's ignoring you is definitely concerning. However, um, in some unique cases, if you've been best friends with her for seven years, maybe she's just going through a period where she is maybe meeting new people, experiencing different things, and she kind of just wants to take a step back from the friendship. I mean, just because she's been your best friend for seven years doesn't mean that like you guys will have phases where you're really, really close and then phases where you're still close, but not as close. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is one of those times where you guys aren't as close as usual because that has definitely happened to me. That's what I've learned with having um, two best friends of 12 years. Um, I've known them since first grade and throughout our entire friendship, um, with with both of them my my friendships with them have definitely wavered they've gone up and down you know there's certain times where i'll be close to one of them and then other times where i'll be close to the other one and that's just kind of how it happens um however i've never gone through anything where they like are completely ignoring me so that's why i said that is concerning because it's like not super normal for your best friend to just like ignore you like that and then like obviously be on her phone and respond to other people so unless there was some sort of fight or some sort of argument or something that annoyed her um that you guys maybe have going on that could interfere with your friendship or communication like i'm not sure why she would be doing this you didn't mention any sort of fight or argument so that's why i'm like really confused on why she's acting like this and um i don't know if you have like confronted her about not not communicating with you um, but maybe now is a good time to just be like, hey, is anything going on? Are you okay? We have, like, or I noticed we haven't been talking as much lately. What's going on? Something that's, like, not confrontational, but more like, hey, what's going on? Checking in and then see how she responds to that. Um, however, you, you might have already done that before. And then the second thing that I noticed is just, like, how you mentioned how your friend makes things about her when you try to tell her about traumatic things are happening to you which I've definitely experienced before in a friendship it can be incredibly frustrating especially when you're trying to vent and get your feelings out to someone who you feel you can confide in and can give you great advice um and then they just kind of turn around and they they put it on themselves and they turn it into their own experience and it's just a mess and you feel like oh I shouldn't even have said anything in the first place because you feel dumb because they just don't listen to you and they talk about themselves and it's like honestly a horrible thing to go through um but at the same time sometimes people are unaware that they're doing this um and maybe maybe she just needs a gentle reminder of like hey did you like did you not just hear what i what i said to you because sometimes people are so wrapped up in their own mind and their own world that they're like oh shoot, I wasn't even listening to what that person said. And, and I've definitely been there before. I mean, I'm usually really good at, you know, listening and helping people out when needed, but um, sometimes people get too into their heads and they don't even realize it. She definitely could be doing it intentionally and just not caring about your feelings, but I like to give people the ben- benefit of the doubt uh, 
before, you know, judging them because I, I don't know any of you guys personally. So I would say maybe you could see it from the more like optimistic side and maybe she's just like not consciously doing this or intentionally doing this. Um, but also if it's like a repeating thing that happens over and over again, then I, I just don't know if she's really keeping your feelings in mind. So I, you know, these are, these things are always so difficult because, you know, I know a lot of you guys, I, I give you the advice of communicate, 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 talk to this person about how you're feeling. Um, and a lot of you guys do, and it just doesn't do anything. So I feel like if you get to that point and this is just generalized, um, advice for any of you guys in these situations, if you get to a point where you're communicating with them multiple times about your feelings and how they're they're making you feel from their behavior and their actions and like nothing changes, that's a time where you're like, okay, I need to distance myself from this person or this situation before they just trample all over me and literally like mess up. <laughs> um, my my moods and my my days or whatever with with drama or just unwanted feelings um because it's just not good to have that kind of influence in your life when you have someone who's constantly talking about themselves not paying attention to you doing their own thing not communicating with you and you know making new friends which is totally fine but then ignoring you in the process like any of those signs are just not good traits to have in a friend and I understand that a lot of us go through these types of types of friendships and maybe it signals you know that other person's going through a lot and they don't even realize what they're doing but it's important to get to the bottom of it and then decide okay do they truly care about me as a friend do I want this person in in my life like these are important questions to ask yourselves especially like okay with this person in my life do I feel more or do we have more positive or more negative interactions? If the answer is negative, if you have more negative experiences with this person than you have positive, that's when you're like, okay, I need to take a step back and think about, do I really want this person in my life? Because if not, I need to start letting them go. Whether that's slowly distancing yourself, whether that's having a conversation and saying we need to take a break, whether that's cutting them off nicely, don't rudely cut off someone. Um, it, you know, it really varies on the person, the situation. So in your specific situation, only you can figure out what you want to do and I can only guide you. Um, but my guidance would just be try and have a healthy conversation with her and say, hey, you know, understand maybe you're going through some things and that's totally fine and I'm here for you and I really care about you and our friendship. Um, but I have noticed that, you know, we don't talk as much anymore and there's a lack of communication and I am just not really able to vent to my friend anymore and that's just, you know, not a feeling that I like and see how she responds to that. If she's like, you know what, you're so right, I'm so sorry, you know, I just haven't been paying much attention to you lately, then that's like, okay, that is a friendship worth fighting for because she's clearly acknowledging your feelings and she's acknowledging maybe she's in the wrong and actively trying to work on it but if she responds like you know oh you know I'm sorry you're feeling that way or yeah like okay whatever you know kind of brushing it off and not really you know anything changes that's when you you that's the difference between like a healthy friendship that you want to build on and change and, and grow from versus like okay yeah whatever I you know I have no care in the world about maintaining this friendship so 
that was kind of a lot, but hopefully that helps you somewhat. Um, but if you do decide to cut her off, just like do it in the most logical and like nice way as possible and remind yourself you're doing it for you. Don't worry about the reaction that you'll get out of her or anything like that. At the end of the day, you just got to do what's best for you and what's going to improve your life. And if that's removing negative energy, go ahead and do that. So yeah, the next advice um, that I'm going to give is from an email. So this person said, hello, this is probably petty drama because I'm in year eight, eighth grade, and most of the drama that happens in my age is basically just petty arguments. <laughs> I, I, I would agree with that pretty much. Um, anyway, I would like to ask you what you think about this and if I did the right thing or not. So I have a pretty large friend group and at school people look up to me because I'm really nice and I don't want to seem like one of those annoying kids, but I'm one of the more popular people at my school. Anyway, it feels like people have been abusing my trust lately. It all started when two of my friends started giving my other friends dirty looks and not talking during lunch. It seemed like they were also taking up space at our lunch table by spreading out and leaving their backpack on the bench. Like I said, I have a large friend group, so not everyone can fit every time. So then I took a video of my friend Z just chilling and... I look at it when I get home and I see both of them giving me dirty looks. I was filming Z. I wasn't filming them. I was filming her and they were in the background and it also seemed like they were ignoring us. So I sent the video to my friends and they made a group chat about it on Snapchat. So I did all the talking because my group wanted me to. I sent them the video and I told them how we were feeling. I told all my friends beforehand what what I would be saying in the group chat so that my friends that we were confronting... um, So then, my friends who we were confronting brought up something about, trigger warning, sexual assault. So, we told her mom, but also her mom said that it might seem like she might have been lying because she only brought it up when it benefited her, and in our group, we are very surprised to hear this. Anyway, then a couple days later, her her sister texted me on Instagram asking us why we told her mom and lied about them telling us that she was sexually assaulted. So then I sent her the screenshots and it turns out her sister didn't even know. Her sister's around 19 and apparently even more close to her than her mom. Anyway, we ended up talking to them and moving away from both of them because it seemed like they were making up excuses and we did not want any toxic behavior around us. Also, I forgot to say that we heard them talking about us behind their back. Um... I'm sorry if this was long and hard to read. I apologize. I didn't use the voice audio thing because I don't feel comfortable doing that. Oh, and by the way, guys, if you ever want to send a voice message because it's just easier for you guys, but you don't want your voice on the podcast, a reminder, you can just ask me to distort your voice and I'll make it like lower or garbled or whatever, and it won't sound like you. So no worries about that. But anyways, okay. So that was a lot to process. Any of you guys who may have gotten lost, this is how I interpreted it, um, is that you, so this girl has a friend group. She's kind of well-known. She's nice to people. And two of her friends were giving her like dirty looks, her other friends dirty looks and kind of ignoring everyone else. And she caught it on video. So she confronted them with the video in a Snapchat group chat and they started making excuses. And then somewhere along this way, they found out that one of the girls was talking about like a sexual assault she went through. So they were concerned and they talked to her mom about it. And then it seemed like she was making it up for attention or whatever. And like her older sister didn't even know about it. Um, And so it was just kind of like a weird situation and people thought maybe she was lying. Um, but that's kind of what I got from it. It was a little bit, it was a little bit confusing, but I'm going to try and give you advice the best I can. Um, you actually didn't ask for like specific, specific advice in the scenario, but I'm assuming you just 
want to know what to do next. Um, it seems like the bottom line, obviously this is very difficult for me to, to answer because I, the situation is so like complex um, and I would probably need to know even more than what you sent me, but bottom line, and this applies to all of you guys, if you have people who are constantly bringing negative energy, and by negative energy, I just mean like they give you bad feelings. They they don't make you feel good all the time. Like, yeah, sure, you might have really high points with them, but there's also really low points with them. That's what I mean by negative energy. It's just not, it's not the greatest presence in your life. Like no matter how much fun you have with them or what kind of stuff they invite you to or, or whatever, it doesn't excuse the fact that, you know, bad experiences come with them um, or maybe they make you feel belittled or or just down in a certain way that's that's not the kind of energy you want so again bottom line if you have negative energy in your life that is coming from a friend a relationship a parent whatever that's when you have to evaluate and say okay what can i do about this negative energy in my life or maybe how can i deal with it sometimes it's not possible to cut people completely out of your life especially if you go to school with them and you see them every day or maybe you're all part of the same friend group and you can't just like leave them alone and and never see them again i understand it's not easy to cut people off so in that case um unfortunately it sounds harsh but you kind of have to live with that presence in your life but there's ways to deal with it and there's ways to healthily communicate or coexist with these people that bring negative energy into your life and i feel like in your situation if these girls are being toxic towards you or ignoring you or just not treating you right i don't think that they deserve a place in your life necessarily um, of course, these kind of behaviors stem from people maybe going through things in their personal life that maybe made them act that way, but you can't make excuses for every single person based on what is going on in their personal life. Always, you know, it sucks, but not everyone is, is actually going through something like that that um, makes them, I mean, there's, there's just not an excuse to be rude is what I'm trying to say. Like, I, you know, I understand that there's special circumstances and maybe people are acting out for certain ways, but in general, it just sounds like these girls are toxic for no reason. You know, I won't say no reason. I feel like, you know, everything has a reason behind it, reasoning, but it just isn't a good situation um, to have these friendships that are not serving you well. If you're really getting nothing good out of these friendships and the only thing you're getting out of it is drama and, you know pain and frustrating times out of it like you know that's just that's not a friendship it's not a friendship friendships are supposed to be you know full of ups and downs of course but they're they're supposed to be you know about having a companion someone that supports you that is nice to you that helps you when you're down maybe you guys have fights but a friendship is not about people being petty and toxic and ignoring you you know, I've had my fair share of that before and I am best friends with people who I've had those negative experiences with and that was all in middle school. So again, this could just be something of like, okay, this is just like a weird dramatic phase that you guys are all going through and you, you guys are going to be fine and you guys will mature and you won't have these fights anymore because that's kind of what happened with me. But at some point you got to be like, okay, even if we're in eighth grade, even if this stuff is petty, is it really like is it really something worth going through is it really worth the drama 
Is it worth being their friend if that's all they bring into my life? Um, I feel like I'm kind of going in circles here, but what I mean to say is like, if there's someone in your life that is not treating you well, that is not bringing positive energy and light into your life, that is not supporting you, that is not being kind to you, there is not really a huge purpose for them in your life as a friend, as a good friend. That's just not what good friends do. They shouldn't make you feel negative or bad about yourself or upset. Of course, like I said, every friendship has its quarrels and issues, but to me, if that kind of behavior is continuous, it's just not a real or great friendship. Um, that's kind of my take on it. So I hope that you kind of like resolve this soon. Um, but you know, this stuff is kind of complicated. So anyways, uh, next I have an email and this person said, I love your podcast and I've been listening to it for almost a year now. You are really good at giving advice. Thank you guys. Um, in almost every podcast episode where someone asks about toxic friendships, you tell them to drop them. But my question is, how should I drop someone? I don't want to be rude. Another problem is if you see that person you want to drop, um, if you see them very often. Uh, there's this one girl in my neighborhood and I've known her since we were toddlers. We grew our separate ways, but she would, but we would interact from time to time, but then she completely changed and became so rude. She has a really sad and difficult family history and issues, so I can get why she acts this way, but she's done so many rude things that I can't begin to explain all of them and she needs to be dropped immediately, but I see her everywhere. We also have a few mutual friends and I know for a fact she tells them bad things about me. She has done this in the past, so I'm not sure how I should drop her or toxic people in general. Okay, this is a really, really great email. I'm so glad that you sent this in because like I've mentioned, I do know that I kind of give repetitive advice where I'm like, you know, communicate, talk to these people or drop this friend. I say the same things over and over again, um, but sometimes it helps to elaborate and I'm really glad that you brought this up because it is something that I'm sure you guys would benefit listening to. In my eyes, dropping someone is removing them from your life uh, to, you know, and to an extent, um, some people can literally cut people off their life, out of their life, maybe if they go to, to a different school or whatever it may be, but a very realistic version of dropping friends involves them still being around in your life and you seeing them still, um, because a lot of people go to the same school as their toxic friends or toxic boyfriends or whoever it is. Um, so it kind of becomes impossible to avoid them altogether, especially like you said, if you have mutual friends. Um, but from my personal experience, I have talked about this before. There was this one girl who I had a toxic friendship with. That is what I will call it. Um, and I finally got the courage to drop her when my other friend dropped her, uh, based on things that she did. And what we did, the way we dropped her was... (laughs) kind of, I was, I wouldn't say was the nicest way of dropping her, um, but it was also weird because she was, she didn't really try to fight for the friendship and that's how we kind of both knew, like, yeah, that was, that was meant to happen. Um, if I can remember correctly, basically there was one day where I found out, like, these huge things that she did to, like, betray my other friend's trust and that's why my other friend was like, okay, yeah, like, I'm done with you. So she confronted, 
um, this toxic friend of mine and, you know, this girl had like really nothing to say for herself. She was just being super dramatic, like, oh my God, I'm crying about this. Like, please be my friend. Don't believe what this person said. Um, and just had a super dramatic response. And we were just like, yeah, like this is messed up what you did. But then it just kind of naturally happened that we dropped her. Like we, we never specifically said, hey, we, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. Cause I mean, this happened like the sophomore year of my, of high school. And I feel like by then no one really says that anymore. It just kind of happens. People drift apart. Maybe you have drama. Maybe you have beef over text or like post stupid petty things online about them. Um, and that's how friendships kind of end. Uh, so we didn't really specifically say, hey, like we're done. This isn't a good friendship. Actually, she was the one who, after we kind of had talked about some things, like confronted her about a lot of stuff that she did, she basically went and did it for us. And she was just like, hey guys, um, I think it's best if we don't hang out anymore. Uh, you know, I can't believe you believe this person over me. And that was that. And that was kind of one of the last times we talked until, um, I've actually talked to her since, you know, we're, we're civil with each other. It's been long enough that like, you know, we're kind of over it. It's just, we're not friends anymore and I'm not, I'm still not the biggest fan of her. Um, but we're civil about it. I will say hi to her. If she says hi to me, I don't hate her or anything like that. I'm just not her friend anymore. Um, so for me, it kind of like resolved itself easily. I wouldn't say super easily there, you know, there's definitely drama involved, but, um, I didn't have to outwardly say, hey, we're done being friends. I don't want to be your friend anymore. It just kind of happened that way. We just slowly stopped talking. She actually unadded me on Snapchat. Like she did a lot of this stuff because she knew she was in the wrong. So I think she was just like, yeah, there's, there's no turning back. Um, so that's kind of how our friendship ended. And the reason I tell you this is that there are a lot of ways that you could end a friendship. And for me, I think, like I said, she knew she was in the wrong. So she was the one who kind of out of her own embarrassment and like concessions, she just decided to remove herself from our lives before we could remove her. You know, I think she wanted like the last word, if that makes sense. Um, but a lot of people don't give up that easily or they won't let you go or they'll fight you on it. And I guess it depends on the kind of person this girl is. Um, I could see how it would be really difficult to just cut someone off and you don't want to be rude and that's like uh one of the biggest things with me too is I I am I consider myself a pretty kind person and like a you know an empathetic person who who tries to be fair about things and so when it comes to cutting off friendships which I've never really had to do before this girl I definitely have found it difficult because you know part of me deep down is like I feel bad or am I making the right choice or what if she's at home crying right now about this like I I feel bad but at at the end of the day you have to remind yourself what got you to this point and what what is going to change if you finally get rid that sounds harsh but get rid of this person from your life because you know, your life with this person still in it is just going to stay the same. It's going to be the same stagnant chain of events and it's, it's an endless circle of this toxicity and it sucks and I've been through it before. So, you know, as far as, um, letting someone down nicely, as nicely as possible, at least cutting a friend out could maybe be, um, 
kind of slid into a, to a conversation. I mean, you know, maybe you lead with saying like, hey, can we talk sometime? Whether that be in person or over the phone or if you want to do it over text or social media, whatever works for you. Um, but kind of like lead with, hey, I need to talk to you. And it's an important talk, not just like a regular, oh, let's talk about this. Like, no, I really want to have a serious civil talk with you. Let's talk and set a time to talk with this person. Once you do that, they will kind of get the sense of like, okay, this is important. This person needs to talk to me about something that's like, you know, not your average conversation. Um, So they're already kind of expecting something. So it's not like a super big shock. And then I would say during this conversation, don't list all the things wrong with them because that's just going to make them angry at you. But list how maybe like a softer way to do it, just like how they've made you feel. So like, hey, you know, I've been kind of feeling this way because blah, 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 blah. And, you know, you did this um, and it kind of made me feel this way. And, you know, I don't know if I want to feel this way. And it's just been kind of hard for me to be in this friendship when this stuff, blank, 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 keeps happening, whatever. So you just have to be super nice and civil about it. There are ways to do it. And, you know, be yourself. Don't be like overly fake and nice or don't sugarcoat anything. If they truly hurt you and they're being a bad you know, influence in your life, you, you can't just be nice to them about everything. Um, because, you know, like I said, you got to this point for a reason and if they're making you feel bad, they're making you feel bad and you have to do what you have to do. So I think the best way to let someone down is tell them you want to have a conversation, tell them how you're feeling and then end with saying, So because of all of this, because of the way I've been feeling lately, whatever, I think it's best that we are not friends right now or we are separate from each other if you want to word it a little bit more nicely or vaguely um, or take a break if you think they'll take take that easier. But definitely sometimes just being blunt (laughs) is the best way to go Um, without being harsh or mean. It's okay to be blunt. It's okay to just be like, I'm not happy with this friendship right now and I don't think that we should be in this friendship when I'm feeling this way. And that's that. Sometimes people just need to hear it. Um, And if they don't let you go easily or they're trying to fight you on it, don't make a big scene. Don't fight them back on it. Don't do anything. Just say, you know, I understand how you're feeling, blah, 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 but this is best for me and just kind of slowly cut off contact with them. If you need to unadd them or unfollow them on social media so they don't contact you or so that you don't have to see their posts or or miss this friendship that is toxic, that works too, but do what you got to do. I know cutting people off can be really hard, but unfortunately there isn't really a perfect nice way to do it. Sometimes it is just not mean, but not the greatest thing to go through um but it's going to benefit you in the end so you know in your specific situation I think the fact that you see her everywhere is hard but from my experience like I saw that toxic best friend in the hallway today and I saw her yesterday and she is mutual friends with a bunch of people that I know um but you kind of just live with it you know you'll see her but the more time you guys spend apart um with this new status of, hey, we are not friends anymore, or we are not talking, or whatever it is that you establish, the more this person will get used to that, and then slowly they'll find their own groove, maybe talk to new people. That's kind of what happened with my toxic friend. Like, she has a new best friend now. She has a new group of friends, whatever, and that has worked for her so much that 
whenever I see her or maybe we have an interaction, it's civil, but neither neither of us miss each other and neither of us have a desire to be back in that friendship because we're both in completely different places in life now. So that was a very, very long response, but hopefully you kind of get the point. It's just like, don't feel too bad. Do what you have to do and don't worry about seeing her everywhere because eventually it will cool down, um, but it's, it's just not going to be good for you to stay in something that is constantly hurting you because no one wants to be a part of that kind of thing. All right, so that is all the advice that I'm going to give for you guys this week. Um, again, I may or may not talk to you guys next week, but we'll see. Um, I'm trying to think of some tea going on. Honestly, like there's, <laughs> there's not really any tea. The only big thing that I can think of is Taylor Swift's, um, album, album release, which I kind of want to talk about cause that's just exciting. Um, I don't know how many, how many of you guys are actual like Taylor Swift fans, but I feel like everyone at least likes her or, you know, can admire her for her work, which I have always been a fan of her, but I've never been a crazy fan. Like growing up, I listened to some of her songs, her hit songs. I've always known who she was. I've always really appreciated her and loved her as a person, but I've never been like one of those diehard fans. So there's actually so much of her music that I haven't listened to, which is sad. I'm I'm hoping to like go back and listen to it as she re-releases her albums. Um, Because as you guys may or may not know uh she doesn't own her original music because it's some sick twisted part of the industry and her old manager um doing this to her so she is re-recording all of her music so that she can finally own it so now she's releasing like for example she um she's releasing red which is one of her old albums but then in parentheses it says taylor's version so anything that says taylor's version in parentheses means that she now owns it and she has the rights to it and she can sing it and she can distribute it and blah 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 blah, um which i think is such a power move it's honestly incredible that she's doing this and it's giving it's great business move because it's giving her so much more like attention and traction and everyone's super excited to like hear the re-release and how her voice has matured and then meanwhile her old music isn't making as much money because she gets to make her own money off of the the re-release of her new songs, of her old songs. So it's great. Um, but I'm sure you guys have seen, even if you're not a Taylor Swift fan, you've probably seen how she made this short film. She wrote and directed a short film called uh, All Too Well, the short film. And it's based off of uh, her... her uh, why am I literally losing my train of thought? Oh, her relationship. Sorry. I don't know. What, that was so hard for me. Um, her relationship with Jake Gyllenhaal, who is an actor. Um, and I think it was something like, you know, like 19, 30 years old or whatever. Uh, just like a huge age gap between them during the relationship, which was years ago. But it is something that affected her so much that she kind of basically wrote like, her that whole album about him or at least like her experiences which I would too like songwriting would be so therapeutic for that um and as she should honestly but she wrote a bunch of songs about the situation and one of the famous ones is all too well uh where she really kind of explicitly reveals in her lyrics what happened to her and she actually added like a new verse in it um because she made a 10 minute version of the song which is crazy 10 minute song it's really good um give it a listen but she added a new verse in it that gave us even more details and like now everyone knows for sure it's Jake Gyllenhaal that she's talking about. I actually never knew about this relationship. I didn't really know much about Taylor Swift's personal life honestly before all of this stuff started coming out and now I'm pretty fascinated with like 
all these little clues that she's left in her music videos or little Easter eggs she's dropped. It's really kind of fun to follow. Um, and she's kind of all everyone's talking about now. My whole TikTok for you page is like full of Taylor Swift stuff, um, which I'm not complaining about. I love it. It's so fun. But yeah, she, she just released a short film that is based on her song All Too Well, and it kind of details her relationship with Jake Gyllenhaal, which I find really fascinating because they cast, uh, they casted, um, Sadie Sink, who is part of Stranger Things, and then Dylan O'Brien, he's in a bunch of things, but, like, Maze Runner is probably where a lot of people know him from, and their, their age difference, I'm pretty sure, is 19 and, like, 30, so it was kind of supposed to, to represent, jake and taylor's relationship and it's supposed to make you kind of uncomfortable which it definitely made me uncomfortable because you know he's a grown man with a beard and sadie sink is this 19 year old girl who we know as this little girl in stranger things so yeah it's definitely supposed to make you uncomfortable and that was kind of the the dynamic of taylor and jake's relationship so she definitely did a good job with that so did the actors like sadie and dylan did an absolute amazing job um love that for them uh but yeah I don't know Taylor Swift is taking over right now and she's also releasing songs on this new album that she hadn't put on her previous album before I mean the original version of it which is super cool too um and she has some cool features on the songs so in general I just think like this is such an exciting time for her and if you guys aren't Taylor Swift fans I still encourage watching this short film because I feel like it was really beautifully shot and it's also just like a cool story to follow um and it's kind of fun to just like look for little clues in like her lyrics um yeah like i said i've never been like a crazy diehard taylor swift fan but i absolutely love her lately um because when she she um released folklore and evermore those were like albums she released over quarantine uh, I just fell in love with her music because, you know, it's not like I, I hated it or disliked it before. I actually really liked it. I just never listened to her. I was more of like an Ariana Grande, Selena Gomez fan when I was younger, um, more so than, than Taylor Swift. So yeah, I, I guess I kind of just fell in love with her music for the first time, um, when I listened to Folklore and Evermore because those songs are just so angelic and like soothing and and almost like country-like and I don't know like I I listen to that album folklore specifically like religiously like before I go to bed um or when I'm feeling sad or if I want to calm down or if I just want like a nice drive to listen to music to like folklore is like my go-to comfort album it's amazing if you guys haven't listened to it please listen to it like multiple times it'll grow on you um it's just so uh so nice I love that album so much so I was already like a pretty big Taylor Swift fan because of that and then when all of this stuff started happening I'm just like yeah go Taylor Swift I'm very proud of her and very happy for her that she's able to bring her old songs to life again without being under the constraints of her old manager and record label or whatever whoever's stealing all her old music really sucks that she she had to go through that but it's even cooler that she's reclaiming all of it and re-recording all of it like that's got to be such a cool experience for her like imagine like you know years and years pass and you haven't sung a lot of these songs and then you go back and you get to re-record and go back to your teen self you know or your young young self and and like get back into that mindset and record those songs again like that is such a cool thing to go through um and I absolutely love it. So enough about Taylor Swift. That was just kind of something that I wanted to talk about because it's been like 
all the internet has been talking about and yeah i'm curious curious to hear what you guys think about the whole taylor swift thing going on um with that i will hopefully hopefully talk to you guys next week if you would like advice in the next episode be sure to dm me on instagram at sisterspillyt or at spillcastofficial or you can email me at sisterspillyt at gmail.com or you can click the link in the description of this podcast episode where all the other information is listed if you didn't catch it from my voice um and there's a link to anchor where you can send me a voice message through anchor if you don't want to do it through instagram so again if you want to be anonymous if you don't want your voice in it but you want to send me a voice message feel free i can accommodate your needs don't worry please send me advice and i will see you guys in the next episode